Welcome everyone to another week of uh, Ramban ala parasha, except since this week there's no parasha, we're going to do Ramban al Rosh Hashanah. Um, the idea would be one or two Rambans on the essence of the day, taken from Parshat Amor, where all the Moadim appear, and then maybe one or two Rambans for each of the two days reading with a s- significant message relating to Rosh Hashanah. Okay, let's start. The Psukim in Amor say as follows, right? Parsha Moados, everybody knows them. Vaydera Hashem Moshe Leimor, Dabel Bnei Yisrael Leimor, Bachodesh Shashivii Beechad Lachodesh Yihiyelachem Shabbaton Zichron Tura Mikra Kodesh Kol Melechet Avodah Lo Tasu Vihikravtem Yishel Hashem, and that's all. And the Ramban, along with the rest of us, are bothered by the is bothered by the question of. What's the nature of Rosh Hashanah? Where's the tshuva? Where's the, the Masim Tovim? Where, where's all the things that we do? Where's Aseris Mei Tshuva? Where's the tie into Yom Kippur? We don't really find any of that. We have the phrase Zichron Teruah. So let's see what the Ramban says. It says the Ramban literally on the word Zichron Teruah. First of all, he says, Psukei Zichronot Upsukei Shofarot. Lizkar lachem lachem akedat Yitzchak shekarev tachtav ayel lashon Rashi. Okay, Rashi says zichron Torah is to remind us of uh, of the akedah. Great. Now says the Ramban. Vahayat sarich harav lahavi gam pesukei hamalchiyut min hamidrash. Right. Rashi can't tell us. He says that zichronot and shofarot are from this pasuk. And not tell us anything about Malchios. Malchios, Zichronos, and Shofros are the three themes of Musaf on Rosh Hashanah. They're of equal weight. They're of equal value. How could Rashi not tell us anything about Malchios? So he says, Okay, the strongest question in the world, I'm not sure, but he's bothered by the fact that Malchios is left out by Rashi. She'ein Talmud lomer ani Hashem elokechem. Uma Talmud lomer ani Hashem elokechem. Elaze binyan av. Kol makom she'ata omer zichronot, ata somech lahem et ha-malchiyot. Okay, he has a technical limud that whenever it says zichronot, it also includes malchios. But then the Ramban points out the obvious. He says, aval kol ze asmachta midivrehem. All of this is only Midrabanan, because the Ramban assumes, like we do, that Malchias, Zichronos, and Shofros, as important as they are, they're not Midoraisa. There's no Pasuk, there's no Mitzvah in Torah to say Malchias, Zichronos, and Shofros. It's a Drabanan. How does he know it? He knows it out of common sense, but he also knows it because that's the Gemara. Before Shamru, Holchim Lemakom Shetokin, Ve'ein Holchim Lemakom Shemavarchin. Right, the Gemara Paskins clearly, if you have a choice between going someplace where they have a sho- you think they have a shofar, but they don't have a minion, and going someplace where they have a minion, but they don't have a shofar, and let's grant that back then nobody knew how to daven, so without a minion you couldn't say Shemona Esrei, you didn't know the words. The Gemara is clear. You go for Tkiah Shofar. Presumably, why? Says the Gemara, Pshita, HaDoraisa V'HaDrabana. The Gemara makes clear. Shofar is a mitzvah Doraisa. Davening on Rosh Hashanah is a mitzvah Dorabana. Says the Gemara, Lo Tzricha, Da'af al-Gav Da'havadai V'Husafek. 
Now, there, I know there'll be a minion. The shofar, I'm not sure there'll be a shofar. Okay, so even then, says the Gemara, you have to go where you think there might be a shofar. Because that's more, inv- that's a Doraisa, and davening is only drabon. Aval zichron Torah, kamo yom Torah, yelachem. Okay, so, th- so that's the first thing. Now, zichron Torah, says the Ramban, don't get all worked up. Right, there's a, there's a famous Yerushalmi that says Yom Teruah is every Rosh Hashanah is Chol. Zichron Teruah, that refers to Rosh Hashanah Shechol Yos like this year, where we're not going to blow Shofar. So it won't be a Yom Teruah, it will be a Zichron Teruah. It'll just be a remembrance of Teruah. But the Ramban thinks not really. Zichron Teruah, Kimo Yom Teruah, Yelachem. Like the Bavli, Yom Hashem, Nariah, B'Yom Azeh, Okay, so the Ramban basically says, Shofar is Doraisa, Tfilah is Drabanan. We know that intuitively. We see that in the Gemara. And in addition to that, Malchios, Zichronos, and Shofros are on the same level. Rashi only talks about Zichronos and Shofros. Malchios as well, and Ramban brought some proof to that. And he thinks, he thinks Zichron Turah is just like Yom Turah. It's a description of the mitzvah to blow Shofar on Rosh Hashanah. And yet, we're, we're left a little bit unfulfilled because what about the mitzvah of blowing Shofar on Rosh Hashanah? What about Tshuva? What about all the things we think? What about Yom Hadin? Right? Where, is all the, where are all those things? So I'm skipping a few lines in the same Ramban. We're in the Ramban in Amor. It's Perak Chaf Gimel. If you're following inside, it's Pasuk Chaf Dal. It's a long Ramban. I'm skipping a few lines. Now says the Ramban. V'lo piresh ha-katuv ta'am ha-mitzvah hazot lama ha-trua. Since you look all over the place, it doesn't say any place why we blow shofar on Rosh Hashanah. Okay, that, that seems like a, a big gap. Why do we need to remind God of who we are on Rosh Hashanah more than any other day of the year? Why is it a yantif, right? The, 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 the pasuk that says it's a mikra kodesh means it's a yantif. So great, but why? I understand Pesach is Yitzias Mitzrayim. I understand Sukkot, Ki Basukoto Shavti at Bnei Yisrael Mitzrayim. I understand Shavuos. It's a, it's more iffy, but I understand Matan Torah. I understand all these. Things. But what in the world happened on Rosh Hashanah? Why is it Yantov? Why is there a mitzvah to blow shofar? What's Trua? So the Ramban says as follows: Aval mipnei shehu bechadsho shel yomakipurim berosh hachodesh. It's not a coincidence, says the Ramban. Rosh Hashanah falls out on Rosh Chodesh Tishrei, which is 10 days before Yom Kippur. Nireh, shebo yihiyeh din lefanav yitbarach. We know that Yom Kippur is the day of Slicha Mechila. It makes sense, says the Ramban, that the theme of Rosh Hashanah is attached to the theme of Yom Kippur, because they're the same month, they're 10 days apart. Ki bam yadin amim. On Rosh Hashanah, says the Ramban, God judges us. And on Yom Kippur, God forgives us. 
Right, that's an interesting idea. We're not guaranteed forgiveness on Rosh Hashanah. We're guaranteed forgiveness on Yom Kippur. So Ramaz HaKatuv HaInyan Ka'ashen Odabi Yisrael Mipiha Nevi'im Va'avod Kidoshim. This is the Ramban. We know from time immemorial that Rosh Hashanah is a day of tshuva, is a day of kapara for us. But we don't have it specifically in the Psukim. But when you look at this, it, it it's pretty clear. If Rosh Hashanah is a Mikra Kodesh and Rosh Hashanah is Yom Truah and Zichron Truah, it must be in preparation for Yom Kippur. And the difference between them is on Rosh Hashanah, presumably, Tzadikim Gimurim get forgiven immediately. For the rest of us, we have to struggle, we have to fight, we have to do tshuva. And 10 days later on Yom Kippur, HaKadosh Baruch Hu guarantees us that if we do tshuva, He'll forgive us. Okay? So says the Ramban, basically, you could look all over Tanakh, you're not really going to find the theme of Rosh Hashanah in the Psukim, but what we've always thought our whole lives, and what we've received in Mesorah from our parents, from our grandparents, all the way back to who the Ramban refers to as the Avot HaKtoshim, that's the correct assumption. That yes, Rosh Hashanah is the beginning of the period of tshuva that culminates on Yom Kippur. Presumably, we have to start on, Yom, uh, on, on Rosh Hashanah, we have to blow shofar on Rosh Hashanah, which will help us achieve the level we need to when it comes to Yom Kippur. Okay, so that's the Ramban on the essence of the day. First, the Ramban makes it clear that shofar is doraisa, davening is only drabanan. Second, the Ramban makes clear that the themes that we've grown up with are the correct themes. It's just that the Torah doesn't really explain them clearly inside, but it's clear that Rosh Hashanah falls out 10 days before Yom Kippur for the purpose of preparation for Yom Kippur. That's why we blow shofar. That's why we have the Yantav of Rosh Hashanah. Just as an aside, you know, there's a major machlokas in, in, in Rishonim about the theme of Rosh Hashanah, right? I think people, as you say, the Briskorov used to fast on Rosh Hashanah. How could you fast on a Yom Tov? Well, it's a Yom Tov, but it's also the Yom Hadin. And those two themes, you know, the seriousness of the day, and the idea that HaKadosh Baruch is going to forgive us, those clash. We, of course, Paskin, we don't fast on, fast on Rosh Hashanah. We have meals, we have Yontif meals, but we also daven for a very, very long time because it's necessary. Okay, that's the Ramban on the essence of, uh, of Rosh Hashanah. Now let's turn to some Rambans relating to the Kriya Torah on Rosh Hashanah. Okay, on Rosh Hashanah we read two different lanings, although they're right next to each other. One is in Vayera, in Perak Chafalaf, Vashem Pakadet Sarah, Kasher Amar, right? That Sarah becomes pregnant. And then the next Perak in Perak Chafbet, we have the, the, the Parshat HaAkedah, Akedat Yitzchak. Okay, so the first day's laning, Vashem Pakadet Sarah, Kasher Amar, Vayas Hashem Lissarah, Kasher Diber. Two different things. Hashem Pakadet Sarah, and then he did. That which he said he would do, which is that she was going to become pregnant. Says the Ramban. Just one second. Okay. Vashem pokad et sarah kasher amar. So first Rashi says, Beheirayon, kasher diber kasher diber beleida. So there are two parts of the Pasuk. God was responsible for Sarah to become impregnated. And then, 
then he, he actually allowed her or, or assisted her in the birth. Okay, Rashi needs to say that because Rashi thinks, or the Ramban thinks, that Rashi thinks that Hashem Pakaret Sarah means that he made her or assisted her in becoming pregnant. Says the Ramban, Ve'ein pikida ela lashon zichira v'hashkacha ala nifkad. The Ramban says, no, no, it doesn't have anything to do with her becoming pregnant. When it says Hashem Pakaret Sarah, it's as if Kivyacha HaKadosh Baruch Hu like looked at her and focused all his attention and all his energy on her. When somebody gives me something to watch, in Hebrew it's called a pikadon. I'll be a shomachin, a shomachach, whatever I'll be, but I'm going to watch his pikadon. Kigon, pakod yifkod elokim etchem. Right? The, the language that Yosef told his brothers to, to pass along, that God would redeem us from Egypt. God's going to focus on us. God's going to look at us. Pakod pakarit yetchem v'etasulachem. That's a better example. It means he remembered his wife and he got her this gift. It has nothing to do with pregnancy. Okay, God remembered Sarah and then allowed her to become pregnant and to have a child as he had promised her. Now, the word pikadon and lifkod should be familiar to us because that's the theme of Rosh Hashanah. I'm, I'm not here to suggest that we read Vashem Pagadetzer on Rosh Hashanah because God has pokeed us, but that's certainly our hope, right? The idea that the, the whole world, over lifanav kivnei maron, literally one at a time. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to be pokeed on each of us individually on Rosh Hashanah. That's both terrifying and exciting. Me and God together. Says the Ramban, that's what pakod means. Let's continue. V'chein, says the Ramban, ha-lashon b'chal ha-akarot ha-yoldot. In any of the imahos in Sefer Bracious who are barren, when God allows them to have children, he has pokeed them. B'rachel v'yizkar elokim et rachel u'v'chana Right? The Gemara Rosh Hashanah says, What does that mean? It means when God is pokeyed you, He's also zocher you. He also remembers you. Right? That's exactly the theme of Rosh Hashanah. That God is going to look at each of us individually and determine individually what we deserve, what should we, we should be rewarded for, what should we be punished for, what, we, what we'll get in the year to come, what we won't get in the year to come. Again, it's scary, but it's also exciting. And it's also this idea, Vashem Pakad et Kasher Amar, is exactly like Vashem Pakad, each of us individually, which happens on Rosh Hashanah, which could be the tie into the theme. Now, one other quick one, relating to the, the laning on, uh, on the first day of Rosh Hashanah. So after Sarah gives birth, and they make a party for Yitzchak, the problems start with Yishmael, right? And that's when Sarah says, right? You have to send them away. And Avraham is very bothered by this. 
And the Ramban wants to know, well, why is Avraham very worried about this? Perhaps you'd think Avraham liked um, Hagar and wanted to keep her around. That was unfair. The Ramban says, no. Al odot bino. Watch this. It's Pasuk Yud Aleph. So says the Ramban, al odot bino she'yatzele tabut ra'ah. I'm sorry, this is Rashi. That he, he went off the derech, upshuto, al she'omeret lo l'shalcho. The simple thing is, he didn't want to send his son away. Says the Ramban, v'hanachon be'inai. Ki ha'katuv siper b'chvod Avraham. Right? It, it's a great compliment to Avraham, says the Pasuk is. V'amar, don't think that Avraham didn't want to listen to Sarah because he liked Hagar and he wanted to keep her around. He would have done it in a second if he just had to send Hagar. Aval mipne bino. It wasn't Hagar, it was Yishmael. Yishmael is his own flesh and blood, and Avraham felt bad, and he was nervous about what would happen to Yishmael. So God intervenes and says, Yitzchak is the true continuation of Avraham, not Yishmael. V'yishmael lo yikare lo zara. Yishmael is not called Avraham's continuation. U'mipnei shaya Avraham mefached alav shalo yikrenu ason b'shalcho tomimenu. Avraham was still concerned, God forbid, you know, Yishmael shouldn't die in the desert, as almost happened to him. Amar ki yisimenu lo legoi v'yivarchenu b'pnei shu zaro b'emet. Okay, the gear says a little messed up in the Ramban, but the Ramban thinks, God threw Avram a bone. You're so concerned with, with Yishmael, I'll make him a great nation. But the true continuation of you is not through Yishmael, it's through, uh, it's through Yitzchak. And this is a significant moment in our history, right? Centuries of tension and centuries of fighting with the descendants of Yishmael. But here's where the Torah says, says the Ramban, Al Odot Bino, Avraham was concerned for Yishmael. But Akarash Baruch Hu said, No. Kola Shetomai Lech Asarash Shma Bekola, Ki Bi Yitzchak Yikare Lechazara. This is a major theme on Rosh Hashanah. We are the descendants of Yitzchak. Yitzchak is the chosen son. For all kinds of reasons, and obviously we're all biased towards Yitzchak, and the Torah is biased towards Yitzchak. But the fact of the matter is that Yishmael does not represent the continuation of the legacy of Avram Avinu. Yitzchak represents the continuation of the legacy of Avram Avinu. It's something we know, but it's particularly poignant to remember that theme on Rosh Hashanah when we're thinking about Jewish history, when we're remembering great events in Jewish history, and we're thinking about our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Because we come before HaKadosh Baruch Hu not just in our own merit, right? We come as the children of Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, and not just as the genealogical children of Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, we come as their moral descendants. We are the continuation. We accepted the Torah. We went out to Mitzrayim. 
we are the chosen people. Okay, that's the second big theme in the Kriyat HaTorah of the first day of Rosh Hashanah. Now, let's turn to the second day of Rosh Hashanah. The second day of Rosh Hashanah is obviously the story of the Akedah. And here we, we, we read as follows. In the first Pasuk in Parak Chafbet, Vayhi achar hadivarim ha'ela Elohim nisa'at Avraham vayom re'lov Avraham vayom ahineni. And the Rabban is focused on the word Nisa. What's a Nisayon? So a Nisayon, we would all say, is a test. But the idea that God is going to test someone seems to imply that God doesn't know. When a teacher gives a test, he wants to know whether his students learned the material or not. But HaKadosh Baruch who knows? What does it mean that he's testing Avraham when God knows everything, including the future, including Avram's mindset, including that Avraham is willing to and will be willing to sacrifice Yitzchak no matter how painful. So here the Ramban says something fascinating. Says the Ramban, the idea of the test, in my opinion, ba'avur hayot ma'aseh ha'adam rishut the first thing, says the Ramban, is man has absolute bechira chavshis, absolute free will. Im yirtzeh ya'aseh, v'im lo yirtzeh, lo ya'aseh. If he wants to, he will. If he doesn't want to, he won't. So then, what's the idea of a test? So says the Ramban, yikare nisayon mitzad haminuseh. It's called a Nisayon because of the testee. The testor, God, he knows what's going to happen. He has complete understanding and knowledge of the future. But Avraham doesn't know. The person being tested doesn't know. But for Avraham, he always had it in potential to sacrifice his son for God. But now God is going to give him the opportunity, not in potential, but actually. God, it's true, God could reward you for your good intentions. But God can reward you more for your good actions. And now God was going to give Avraham the chance not just to, in theory, be the kind of person who would sacrifice his son, but actually be the kind of person who would sacrifice his son. And says the Ramban in, in conclusion, Vida, ki Hashem tzadik yivchan. God only tests those who he knows will pass the test. Ki shehu yodea bitzadik when God sees a tzaddik and he knows he's going to pass the test, he'll, he'll test him. He's not going to test Rishayim because they're not going to pass. He knows they're not going to pass. There's no benefit to it. Says Raman, every single test in the Torah 
is for the benefit of the person being tested. God doesn't need the test. God knows the future. The person needs the test. I always think of myself, say this honestly, I think if I was passing a lake in the middle of the winter and a little girl was drowning in the lake, I think I'm the kind of person, I'd like to believe I'm the kind of person who would jump in and save her. Okay, and that's how I go through life, thinking, hoping that I'd be that kind of person. But one day I'm walking past the lake as a little girl and she's drowning and I actually jump in. Now I'm not just a person who in potential would risk his life to save a little girl from drowning. I actually am. And it's not just that I actually am. I now know that I am, right? Something happened to Avram Avinu at, at Akedat Yitzchak where he turned from a person, says the Raman, who in potential was willing to sacrifice his son for God to a person who actually sacrificed his son or was actually willing to sacrifice his son for God. That's an enormous step. And says the Ramban, God wanted that to happen. And every time God tests someone in the Torah, it's to this end and for this purpose. And this, of course, you know, is something we have to keep in mind on Rosh Hashanah. They're not tests. We're not supposed to fail. They're challenges. We grow through challenges. Whatever we're going through in life that feels like a test or that feels difficult for us it's just an opportunity for us to grow more. It's just an opportunity for us to get more schar. It's just an opportunity for us to prove to God that no matter what's happening in our lives, our love for Him and our commitment to Him is absolute and complete. Okay, that's what I have for today. We saw the Ramban on the nature of, of Rosh Hashanah. That's the Ramban and Amor. We saw two Rambans on the Kriyas HaTar for the first day of Rosh Hashanah, right? The Ramban, that Pakad and Pikadon come from the word Zachor, that God didn't just remember Sarah, but he focused on her. And we saw the second thing about we, Alodot Bino, Avram being upset, not because Hagar had to leave, but because Ishmael was a son, and God making clear, we, the Jewish people, Yitzchak, are the true legacy of Avraham, not Yishmael. And then we saw one last Ramban, V'alokim Nisat Avraham, Nisayon, not being a real test, but something for the person to overcome and to make him better, and that God will only test those who can pass the tests. God willing, it will be His will that all of us pass all of our tests next year, that God writes us for a Shana Tova and a Ketiva V'chatima Tova, Lanu Ulochol Beit Yisrael, Chag Sameach. 